You are listening to Dwarfcasts, brought to you by Gemini and Titan. Hello. 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 Well, it's a Dwarfcast, again. Take three. Uh, I'm Trump. Please take three. <laughs> I'm Ian Sands. I'm Sammy Jane. And I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm Seb Patrick, and over in the corner, doing a commentary on our episode commentary, is... <laughs> Myself, Julian Hazeldine, the token person who doesn't like Red Dwarf, but strangely likes people who like Red Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> in a sexual way. Which is weird, because hardly anybody else likes people who like Red Dwarf. I kind of wish you were Tanya. That'd be cool. Anyway. Oh dear. Uh, anyway. Right, so on, yes. Don't have to stay here tonight, Julian. <laughs> um, this is Stasis League. This is the end of the uh, opening sequence that is still utterly lovely, even though it's obviously a light bulb. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, I thought it was a spaceship. In, in the spaceship. Spaceships have light bulbs. So Stasis yeah. League. By Rob Grant and Doug Taylor, <laughs> as, as Dave would have it. Uh, are we going to comment on the remastered thing about this? Because it's kind of what we always whine about. Because we've got nothing better to do. Oh, what the fact? The the gag. The gag. Yeah. The gag change. The the gag being changed from Felicity Candle, who admittedly, you know, if you're watching it in the late nineties, having being younger, you may not know who Felicity Candle is. But a joke about Felicity Candle's ass makes more sense than a joke about Marilyn Monroe's ass. And so also, Felicity Candle is that far. Better rhythm than yeah. Monroe in the And if you've watched the young ones, you know about jokes about Felicity Kendall. And um, the fact that Felicity Kendall was still a, is still a working actress and was working at the time, and like Marilyn Monroe, <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. Dead, <laughs> there's just so many Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe, Monroe jokes in Dwarf. Oh, lately. <laughs> we, we might we might have done this before, but there are Rob and Doug are obsessed. Well, probably <laughs> Doug because there's the one in the deleted series seven as well. Yeah. But, Anyway, yes. Um, three million years ago, opening sequence, um, which is brilliant. It is John, brilliant. I believe you've got an anecdote today. <laughs> oh, really? Where did you hear this? <laughs> All right, I'll tell my anecdote. It's brand new. Um, when I first watched this uh, scene in back in the '94 repeat season, I watched an old black and white set upstairs because my dad hated Red Dwarf. He's dead now. Thank fuck. Thank fuck for that. Anyway, um, yeah, and. I didn't realise this was black and white because I was watching on a black and white tally. <laughs> what a lovely story. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike John's high definition widescreen telly, which is genuinely knackered. Mm. <laughs> Only because it's got a shitty upscaler, but <laughs> enough of always. Anyway, so. I don't want to know about your <laughs> shitty upscaler. <laughs> of course, he says up a, Do enough of this. You want me to go to great detail? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, Rimmer in this sequence is excellent. Uh, it's the, just the delivery is, uh, is yeah, he's really got a secret to it, hasn't he? It's, mm-hmm. it's the rumour I know and love dearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now come on, keep talking, don't just start Sorry, watching the episode. I, I mean, they, t- they take a long time to explain what PD stands for. Don't yeah, they, they don't actually don't say what it stands for. Well, I yeah. assume painting duty. Because the first... Detail. Hey? It's punishment detail. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was painting detail because it says two weeks painting the smegging ship. 
Oh, yeah. there you go. So they never explain. <laughs> no, it's a punishment detail. So, it just but you don't need to know. You just know it's bad. Punishment so were the writers aiming the show at military fetishists who know this sort of thing? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking about where this is. Is this around the back of? That's that bit. The that's the same bit that he runs yeah. down. It is. Um, it is. Future Edward. Is it a, like around the back? You know, a rep. You know, one of the gal. You know, the uh, like not the lighting gantry, obviously, but you know. When you know it, that is too obvious. But you just don't pay attention to it the first time. Yeah. If you didn't know what that was, you wouldn't pay attention. But as soon as you do, it's like, how That's did you Chris not Barry's spot? Voice. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, just a moment. We've got the subtitles on, so we so we can see what what gags are being done without it overpowering the sound. Yeah. <laughs> um, I nicked them. They must have belonged to Headbanger Harris. Has been reduced to I nicked them from Headbanger Harris, <laughs> which is there's Marilyn Monroe. Right? There she is. Now, what <coughs> gets me about this scene is the effects in the scene are really, really bloody good. Mm. And in um, uh, the deleted scene from Maroon, do you know where Crichton's head is put on the table? Yeah. And it's yeah. the worst special effect ever. <coughs> and obviously it's cut because it was a bad special effect. But it's like. Wait a minute, you figured out last year mm. how to do a really good special effect of a head on a sandbox. I would say a decent you special can't do it's, be- it's better in black and white than it is in colour. No, but you haven't um, got the shimmering. Mm. The problem with the um, Series 3 one isn't that it's the shimmering around it. But remember, not going to get rid of remember Rimmer's a hologram who's being projected through a table. Mm. Crichton's head on a table has to look like a head being it's solid on a table. True, but even so, if you'd done it just the way they'd done that, it would have looked a hell of a lot better than what they were doing with the shimmering. For the benefit of the commentary, John is making an extremely expressive motion with his hands as he describes the shimmering on his head. <laughs> Do you like to see my shimmering head? No, thank you. I've oh, looked at the website. R- Rimmer's secret look poem. <laughs> <laughs> and his <laughs> shut up. Does it make me horny? <laughs> 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 Previously, uh, Lister had already uh, read Rivers Diary in Me Squared when it was a much smaller thing, you know, See, hollowed out eighties of red uh, To be fair, that could be the diary for a different year. <coughs> All right. You only have one diary a year, so <laughs> I don't have three. <laughs> See, this is All right, you, you you have at least one diary a year, or less if you don't. Who's that guy? Can say. Oh, no, well, no, no, that's ever been. Can say note the different photograph here yeah. is used to later on. Really? Yeah, it's a different photo. That. Um, in that one, Lister looks happy. In the later one, Lister looks um sad. That's how it looks though. Yeah. And I think it's deliberate. I think it's meant to show Lister's, but well, it's obviously deliberate because they did too. To show Lister's interpretation of the photo. Mm. That's it's true. really kind of odd. Yeah. But it's good. It's a strange decision. <clears throat> it is a strange decision because Red Dwarf. Doesn't do that. It doesn't. Sh- it shows things for what they are. Mm. It's an option, but it's good. You could argue it was cheating. I'll argue it was cheating. Because you, you know you're looking at it and you're instead maybe of making something that <coughs> looks could be taken two ways. Maybe just, because they're in the past, they've done something to the timeline and changed it. Other Back to the Future. But that's not really the point of the episode, though, is it? They're not. They don't address any of that. I mean, they could. Uh, if you're trying to engineer an explanation like sendable object might do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. It just, I'm just, just it's, it's like, it is difficult to look at norm scenes at the moment without thinking you twat. <laughs> but 
I don't know if there's a better bit of Holly delivery than his attempt to explain what a Stasis League is. Yeah. Um, and just Series 2 in general is the best Holly. Well, yeah. Um, Holly. You you watch this and you wonder what Series 3 would have been like with him and how it would have been different. Just have interest, why is Norman Love a twat at the moment? Because he's a twat and a cunt and a fucking. Uh, read the book sometime. No. Um, Oh, right, yeah. No, if you have a look on the... So basically, he's he's not in the new specials, and he's being rather sulky about it in but it, public. But it's not It's the fact that he's being the, publicly sulky about it. But he's also... He, there's so much stuff that comes up, going and saying, oh, I'm not doing anything about Red Dwarf. And, and then, then using, doing tours. Yeah, using the name of Red Dwarf to sell his... It's Moana Banks. It's Moana yes. Banks being brilliant. Yeah. Um, when, yeah, Norman Lovett was criticising... Uh, Rotten Productions a while back for misleading fans about the movie or something. Oh, and it's it's he's speaking for the fans. That's what really pisses me off. That he's oh, I've got anyway. just just like what we got. And then you've got to say, this bit. It's it's funny, but it's weird. It's maybe it's just because it's more Wanna Banks who's more famous for being in a very good sketch show, but. It's like a sketch that stands it is, alone. Yeah. It, it's not very dwarfy. It, it's very. It's like it's like they had this comedy sketch kicking around from somewhere, <laughs> maybe from their radio days or something, that they've thrown in there. Yeah. I mean, it, it's good, but it's like it's like there's no real reason for that whole for the lifts being like because a it doesn't journey. crash. It doesn't crash. Well, yeah, but it's there. like you know. Uh, they never use the lifts any other time to get around the ship, and it's basically like we've got a nice air stewardess gag here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah, yeah. shoehorn it in. So it's good, but, but I don't even wonder why it's there. I think that's a fair theory. Yeah, I think you might be right. Can I say? Alternatively, it's what scientists refer to as padding, <laughs> but funny padding, so yeah. you can get away with it. It's great. Ooh, I say the video effect for Stasis I love. I know it's simple, Is but that it's, that one there? Yeah. it's really, really good. Great. I you mean, can see the joint. It looks better than some of the Series 5 effects, which are very obviously mm. video effects, and that just, you believe that. It's really good. I had an idea of something we could do later on in the podcast, as we're recording the podcast, is go onto Ian Lee's website and read things out in a sarcastic <laughs> voice. <laughs> that would be quite a good idea. Yeah. Should we, yeah, should we do Look this? at this fat fucker <laughs> And he is fat now, by the way. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that, that promo picture for some video game convention like with, with Gemma, what's her name, or Hollyoaks. And he's gone fat. He used to be skinny, but now he's as fat is as that, John. Is that her actual name, Gemma, what's her name, or Hollyoaks? Yes. That's all and that anyone will know her for. Things about us. What did well, he say about you, dear? What was that ginger tart? Fat ginger tart, yeah. I think. But you didn't words. even say anything about him. And that we were worried that you that he was going to steal our fat ginger tart. I can't steal so she's not that ginger. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, mate. When you get down to say she bloody is. <laughs> well, anyway. you've not just told us that. You've told everybody who listens to the podcast. Five people. people. <laughs> she's got literally several. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll just start. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> look, should we talk about the episode? Uh, let's talk about the episode and let's ignore the word that's we're going to use, which is why. Dan, Danny doesn't have a huge amount to do in this, but his his quick "let's do it" there, I think, <laughs> is great because uh, it's it's a bit <clears throat> understated. I've got a bit of that. <laughs> you haven't. You got no, Ian, have yeah, Ian, stop pointing to the second screen with John's private feed on it. Fed his privates as well. <laughs> You know what, the more I watch series two, the more I think it might be the best series. All this stuff about, you know, what, what's the point in going back because she'll be dust in three weeks. How about go back 
and then fuck off somewhere that isn't Red Dwarf. <laughs> Especially seeing as at the time that they go back to, it's docked around the moon. I know, Rimmer might, might be persuading Mr. not to do it because he doesn't want Lister to have a better life than him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. And Lister at this point is still portrayed slightly, shall we say, backward. Not, not as much maybe as I just don't understand how the idea of I can get back in time and not be stuck three million years in the future doesn't you know yeah. what, what it revolves around is can we get someone to the present or I'm going to go back with Kachansky I'm going to know that we've only got three weeks to live and not tell her this is a point actually it's, it's revolving around Holder Series 1 I'm not Holder Series 1 um, the end is revolving around the fact that three million years in the future is not a great place to be yeah, and then in stasis sleep, Whereas all of a sudden, it's become the default setting. Yes, it's like with the time drive later on in the series. It's like let's go and get stuff and then come back. Mm. You know? Yeah, which well, just stay. Yeah, it's weird, season. isn't it? It is strange. <clears throat> but it kind of. And we've just missed another great bit there, which is the. It's a sort of Stockholm syndrome type thing. Yeah, right? it's the kind of maybe. Yeah, maybe it becomes what they're used to. Well, I mean, the end of backwards, the the novel is this is home. The yeah, dwarf is home. I suppose it's just. But the end of backwards doesn't give them the opportunity. You know, at that point, they don't have the opportunity to be anywhere else. Say, Rob yeah. Grant, will you please write the fucking red yeah. dwarf novel? Well, I want to know what happens. <laughs> you f***ing <laughs> this <laughs> and that's getting bleeped out. <laughs> It's nice. It's a perfectly valid GMT headline. <laughs> 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 I have apologised for that. Um, just as a quick point as well, in, when I was commuting from Brighton to London for a year and a bit, I used to come through Purley sometimes, and every time I would think it was a bank job called the Purley. <laughs> 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 what a lovely story. Do they have big gates at the station? <laughs> I got it. <laughs> this this is another one. This is this is a funny bit, but it's him suddenly talking about the pet lemming as a complete non sequitur because he goes like everyone always leaves me friends parents pets and then you've got the lemming story. It's just it's oh, it's a little bit cheerful. I don't know. I think Rimmer does go off on these flights of fancy. I mean, I know what you're saying, but I could. But this has a superb punchline. <laughs> series one and two is definitely more. As you say, there's some sketchy move, but there's I'm, sketchy and there's almost stand-up-y type bits but I, as well. I really like it. I really love the feeling it gives. Um, much as I hate to say it, and I'll be shouted down for this, but Series Eight does it as well. Might not do it as successfully. In fact, it doesn't do it successfully. But Series Eight, it returns to this kind of thing. It's I was just I wouldn't know. It, it, well. it doesn't exist. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> but it doesn't execute as well. You've got all the stuff about um, uh, the the the, the jewel. You know, being hit over the head with it, which is shit. I think because this is this is this is just another bit here. Um, River with his <coughs> two Bs. Actually, I said that at exactly the same time. <laughs> but um, when we did thanks for the memory, and I obviously went on and on at length about Chris Barry's performance. Yes, but it's not just that. I mean, throughout Red Dwarf, he's great. But in series two, in particular. Like just almost every line delivery from Chris Barry is absolutely yeah, perfect. Absolutely. You know, there'd be two memes, a dead meme living. It's just like the way that he gets that. He's perfect. really. Say, doesn't that starscape look beautiful? No, no. It really looks lovely. Mm. There's too many stars in it. Yeah. Remember, they're in deep space. Um, they're, they're supposed to be in a bit of space that's unpopulated, that's and that would suggest few stars, because the more stars there are, the more chances there are planets. My point, I'm, my point I'm making is that it looks like a real starscape as opposed to a bunch of white pixels. Well, yeah, but it doesn't look like where they're Yeah, but what pixels? 
Looks like looks like the ship's flying down Oxford Street in Christmas. Time. Since when did we know Deep Space had less stars? Deep Space to them is just a long way away. I suppose. It's you just, know, it's yeah, but it, it, feel, it feels less. The point of they're supposed to feel lonely and adrift. It's like if they were at sea, they 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 wouldn't come across an island. And if there's a lot of stars around, then I know around is relative because they're still a distance away. But if there's stars that you can get to, there's probably things orbiting those stars that you can get to wow. as well. But anyway, yeah. But then they keep coming across things. But the point is that, but what Julian has just done is, is even someone who doesn't like the comedy of Red Dwarf should not criticise the work of the BBC modelling unit. Um, <laughs> um, I don't think you're allowed to be on the commentary anymore. This is Mike Tucker. I wasn't about. allowed to be on the commentary to start with. You're a Doctor Who fan, you're supposed to applaud. And also, Mike Red Dwarf's effects are far better than Doctor Who's effects, and fuck off. <laughs> Possibly. Do you really want to get into that argument? I, 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 no, I genuinely think the model oh, is a red dwarf by superior to the most. And he stood next to a <laughs> naked man. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. But that's only because Red Dwarf had six episodes a year and Doctor Who had however many, and the budget didn't stretch um, However many is a good phrase because it varied. <laughs> but you know, four more than six. And you know, You're listening to Podshock. Which is shit, by the way. I'm not listening. It's a really it's shit a Doctor Who podcast. It's a fucking no uh, cop joke. Hey, but not a fucking William joke. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of fashion oh. lately. <laughs> oh, I, I fucking love Mark Williams. And he's a Villa fan. And there's not enough Peterson in Red Dwarf no, in there general. Isn't. There really isn't. There really no, he's is in well. this episode in just this tiny thing. He's got about three lines and then he's gone. And, and gone he's for good. Great. That's his last appearance. Is that his last appearance? Yeah. Yeah. He's in two episodes in they, series They one. tried to get him back for series eight, but he was no, the, 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 He was very successful <laughs> at that point. Yes. Couldn't make it. He's in a film. <laughs> and actually, no, Mark, Mark Williams is one of those people who it's actually great to see him being in Hollywood films. He, yeah. You know, like you know, obviously Harry Potter, every bloody British actor's in it, but like he's a main role who's going to be in every single film of it. And, and obviously he's been in a few others as well. Oh, no, bollocks! Lister, you're dead. The line is, Lister, you'll die for this. And one of them is yeah. funny, one of them isn't. You fucking subtitling cunt. All right. Anyway, Mark, Mark Williams, yes. Now from, from, you know, the Prudential adverts through to the fashion show, through to this, it's it's good seeing him be successful. Who are we having? A bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> They're great, yeah. And they seem to be forgotten about, weirdly. They never show up in top 100 great ad things, but they're really good. They were okay. They were a bit irritating. <laughs> An expositional voiceover. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that's clearly ADR. Yeah. <laughs> the best done. But that's, there you go, there, there's, our, there's our payoff, or reverse angle shot. That's really good. See that that bit it still looks a little bit too much like he's going behind it, but he is going behind it, isn't he? Well no, no I seriously think he was just climbing behind the table, moving under it and then just sticking his head up through it. No, he was climbing into it. Yeah. I think the um, question here I think is the problem is the angle is wrong. He he is straight on and the table's at an angle and I don't think it's been superimposed. The the question wrong. here is not, you know, all that. The question is why does he stick his head through the fucking table rather than going up to Rimmer and talk to him properly? <laughs> um, because well, he doesn't want anyone else to see him, does he? If anyone else can yeah. use the room, he can hide. I don't know, I'm, 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 I'm doing a soundable object and coming up with a theory. I take your point. But I, say, I did wonder that. But Ooh. it's a bit, you know, I don't know. 
I mean, it's a funny visual image seeing his head on the table. I, think that's I still, it, I still can't get my head around the idea of people using "am" with a hard H. <laughs> An hallucination. <laughs> a hallucination. <laughs> that's it again. <laughs> you know, in three million years, you'll be dead. Well, I really. This is what pisses me off. The subtitles get the meaning of what's being said. They capture absolutely none of the comedy. And this is what really pisses me off about subtitles. That's why deaf people have got no sense of humour. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, they won't be listening. <laughs> uh. But do you know what I mean? It's like they, they've not captured the comedy and if you're not watching Red, if you're watching Red Dwarf for the storyline, you've, you've missed out. You know? <laughs> if you watch Red Dwarf for the storyline, you might as well watch Series 7. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. Although I'm not quite sure I'll buy Hollister's apology. It's funny. Hollister going specifically to Rimmer's quarters yeah. to apologise. Is a bit. Is a bit. It's, it's contrived in order to give you this scene. But I kind of don't care. It's, it's worth so it. Funny. It's only it would be better if he bumped into him in the corridor or something. Hollister's on his way to the party. Oh, but the thing is, this episode is so good. Oh, sorry, I've just talked over the one interesting visual bit. But... Um, <laughs> this episode is so good that it's only now when we're sat around yeah, yeah. looking for things, things to talk about. It's the same yeah. with Go on, talk about the visual bit you were going to do then. Um, what I was going to say, this is one of the very few bits which has improved on, on the remastered, which is the improved edit on the knee and the bollocks. Because yeah. here, just coming up, you miss the contact. And I've never it's not figured out. I've already had it, that's what Ian was going to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, it's, I've never it's figured out whether it's. Edit. I've never figured out whether it. It must just be accidental. There's no reason it's why. I think it's a vision mixing error. Why is yeah. the paint green? If it's pa- if that's paint <laughs> painting the outside of the ship. It's fluorescent. Oh, I just thought because it was a comedy program, they have buckets of goo all around the place. <laughs> but it's the gun tank. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot this episode was the gun gun holiday. We're about to get. Um, my favourite bit of Howard Gulliver music, <laughs> um, which the is a, yeah, it's well, it's not the only use of tongue tied, but it's a this is a very altered version of tongue tied melody. Is that the actual Holiday and logo they had on that? Yeah, yeah. That's Despite the fact that it was filmed in uh, an independent hotel called the Midland, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a have, nice touch. Did they have to get that clear? Um, they must have done. That's oh, Hall. Classic Um But yeah, the, as I say, the, I mean, there's in series two, there's two specific uses. Well, no, three if you count the disco yeah, in yeah. the parallel universe. But in other episodes, two uses of the tongue time melody. You've got the one in the restaurant in Better Than Life, which is quite good, and this, which is not really noticeable in the episode. But go oh. and listen to the music cues on the DVD because the full piece of music is absolutely. Well, I remember gorgeous. the first time I listened to the full uh, cue on the DVD and not realising realizing for the first time. Fuck, that's the tongue tied melody. Yeah, 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 and I didn't. I, I didn't realise for ages that it was the tongue tied melody, but I did recognise it from that scene and just as just towards the end, it's excellent. The, basically, the anyway, the music. <laughs> too long about the music. The music. <laughs> I think that's an ad lib. I I don't think <laughs> that's scripted. Him just grabbing that and throwing Do it away. Doing that and chucking it away. Yeah. <laughs> the music used on the DVDs are some of those. Well, I say underrated, but mm. you know, some of the best extras. Oh, they're really yeah, so absolutely beautiful. We could, we could do an entire dwarf cast sitting here talking about how good all the yeah, music and playing bits. And which I think we should. And yeah. also, and even just the idea of putting them on a DVD. Is I know that's such an easy way really to miss out. It's I mean, I've no, I've never known of a sitcom that's got that level of depth and quality to its incidental music. But for all I know, there could be shitloads of programs that have depth yeah, and quality yeah, in incidental music. They just haven't bothered to put them as extras on the DVDs. So. 
Punchline here with Cat is much better if you've got the longer version. Oh yes, yeah, because it's more. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, e- yeah. it's even more built up than then you can. You just and that's that's a pr- I think that's a pretty bad bit of overdubbing that Holly bit. Oh. Just when he first says not in your point, it sounds too disconnected. There's from the scene. There's it's not really been edited into it. There's a few bits in series two actually where you've got a tiny bit of um, overdubbing, but. You kind of the 80s, yeah. You kind of got to distinguish between the bits of like say something that's bad, but actually, you know what doesn't matter. Hmm? Yeah. Shit, it? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. There's not long to go. But I mean, you know, you get to the point where you, you can sit here and criticise. So that's a bit of bad dubbing here, but it really doesn't alter the episode. You know I've mean? got an album by Olivia Newton John. If I was John, I'd be complaining about the subtitles ruining the joke there, but I'm not going to because we're not commentating on the subtitles. Except that you've just done so. That's coming next week on television mm-hmm. This is probably the best performance um, Claire Brogan puts in the entirety of Red Dwarf. To be fair, she's life. not up against much competition. No. <laughs> is that me? <laughs> oh, she's fine in Final Attack. No, I know, she no one agrees with her. But she is, she is, is playing a stuck up no, let's not, we're not. We're not doing a Father Ted commentary. Alright then. Alright then. But, get out. Save yes, don't worry about us. Save yourself. Get out about why you can. I'm, I'm not about to defend that, especially. <laughs> you know. No, but she is good. At th- this is probably one of the only, so if not the only. Like instance. Camera is so, uh, um, I think the phrase yeah. on the commentary is hands swinging all over yeah. the shot. This is almost where you see Kachansky as the uh, as the character that Lister's in love with, yeah, the yeah, sort yeah. of likable, flirty personality, yeah, absolutely. Um, which well, a bit. Of well, you only ever see her as herself once before this, which is the really brief bit of. Yeah. There's the Captain Daffy. Yeah. Because in uh, Balance of Power, it's Rimmer and her stupid. I love nearly every single deleted scene in Series 1, and even I can't excuse the chair bit. Because it's shit. It's, yes. It is. And here's Ed, Ed Boy doing what Ed Boy does best split screen stuff. Beautiful. <laughs> and oh, on the, the, the wipe on the split screen as he shuts the door is absolutely superb. And yeah. also, a degree. I mean, obviously, by this point, he'd learned from me squared, but, yeah. you know, throughout Dwarf, whenever he has to do something like this, um, what, what it's a damn sight better than Back to the Future 2. Anyway. What gets me about which this is, still is this is on location. This is not in a controlled yeah. studio environment, mm-hmm. which makes it even more impressive. Yeah. The tracking oh. on the door. Fuck <laughs> off! You're yeah. ruining our dwarf class, you cunt! No, you'll I think you'll find that we're ruining our dwarf class. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a really good. Of course, you could argue that as soon as you can see the wipe, it's, you know, not the best special effect in the world. But I only saw it on DVD, I never saw mm. it on VHS. It's only when you've got, you know, 
watching well, it's when you're watching time, it in medium definition in, 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 me, um, in me squared on the DVD during the um, the exercise scene you can see the line down the middle of the screen because it's a grey background yeah. that was never intended to be seen in DVD quality and you, you can well, see the line it's it, just, no, it wasn't you know it's the qualities of the time bear in mind the broadcast quality is better than DVD quality but the point is but, you're but supposed to only see it once yeah. Yeah. you're yeah. not supposed to look at it tell it and you're not supposed to be able to pause it either for that matter. <clears throat> this is quite a disturbing episode, really. <laughs> Rumours break it's down. Just, well, just this this final scene. Also, this is the. But it's you, okay you've constructed you don't, the, the. You don't really care that this bloke's having a nervous breakdown because it's not our rumour, it's it, this past yeah, rumour. Yeah. It just doesn't matter what happens mm. to him as a character. Well, you know because we know where he's going to end up. You know yeah. he, well, you know, yeah, alright. But his performance here is just. <laughs> How, many How many times have we used something and a strange man with large? How many of our I can give you the example, none because I've never heard you say that. Well, we met on the it's side. There's Donna Distapano standing in. The best uh, actress to play Kachansky. <laughs> <laughs> And you're only saying that because she'd beat you up otherwise. <laughs> oh, she's she was a bossy lady. I'll, I'll tell you what, I really fancy her though. Seriously. <laughs> it's the big uh, hat over the face yeah. motif that does it for you. Why is he hiding in a fucking sink? <laughs> and why has he got a moustache when he's a hologram? Because <laughs> <laughs> you can choose. He makes him look more distinguished. Because <laughs> he's old, he's got that, a cravat. That shot well. is absolutely incredible. Seriously, yeah. when you think this is 1988, and of course, extra footage of this got unearthed for the remastered. It's one of the few interesting. It's changes. interesting. I don't yeah. think it works. I think yeah. made the right decision in the original cut. But yeah, well, that and that—that's the best um, font combination for the yeah. closing <laughs> sequence of any series. Did you really just say that? <laughs> I like fonts. I like fonts. It's a microgram. Hang on, what's look, that character you were explaining to me last night from Happy Days? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you haven't seen the, the, the classic how G&T was founded image, <coughs> which is a picture of John and Ian in the pub with speech <laughs> bubbles discussing how shit the font used on the cl on the Series with 7 closing. The final well. bubble yeah. being so wanking. When you were 16 at the time. Yeah. How old oh. was that? And he had short hair, a little round head. Whereas <laughs> now the rest of red is round. <laughs> Can we just give a clap to Paul Montague because he gets bad rap. Paul Montague. I like the set. He'll fuck off. <laughs> You have been listening to Dwarf Casts, brought to you by Gamimead and Titan at www.gamimead.tv.